Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Do y'all fuck them till they come? Damn right, we make them come. Welcome to another <laughs> phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. <laughs> The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the conspiracies of you, the listeners. It's a Langston and David mini episode. God, a motherfucking mini episode. And man, did that get me good. That, that was, you, you nailed that one. You, you remember that song? It. Did I do I remember it? I thought when I was in sixth grade, I was like, the Rough Riders are going to be together forever. And they are going to be the most legendary hip hop group of all time. I thought like there's no way this cohort of murderers (laughs) and thieves could ever find themselves splitting up. I was like, this is perfect hip hop right here. I truly thought they had it all. They had a woman, you know. They had the locks. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you need? DMX, they had a bunch of dogs everywhere. Jay-Z would come hang out with them sometimes. Juvenile was on that song. Drag On had a speech impediment. It was perfect. It was was a perfect little crew. (laughs) Drag On was tough (laughs) because it was like, your name is Dragon and you rap about fire. Yeah, that was his whole shit. The album was called The Opposite of H2O. Bro, if you would have asked me in sixth grade, I would be like, well, of course, Dragon's the star. And everyone else is sort of like finding their, you know what I mean? Finding their way beside his ever-burning light. Yeah, he's the one that's going to stick around forever. I don't much know about this Eve character. Uh, DMX, what do those letters stand for? Let's figure that out first. Maybe get an animal. <laughs> and too many dogs for my taste. <laughs> it was we, a he lot needs of a dogs. mythical beast. 
And he had a lot of dogs. It was a, and all those dogs were like scary bad people dog. It was terrifying. There was no well behaved dog in his in the DMX kennels. No, they were shitting everywhere. You know how dogs shit everywhere because they're stressed. That's what it felt like. All those mm-hmm, dogs were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we never saw much footage of them in those videos because I bet they just were barking and shitting constantly all the time, chewing up everybody's Reebok question lows. and they can afford to get new ones but after a while it's inconvenient either way yeah truly 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 man this is this is uh it feels weird to not be live right now yeah we 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 wrapped we've wrapped up our our extremely successful tour i'd say yeah It it was a good good tour thank you to everybody for coming out we got to see you. We took all those pictures. Ooh, sold a bunch of hats. <laughs> yeah, we took pictures with everybody who, everyone who wanted one. <laughs> like fucking idiots. A we, few who didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some people who really got, who really got uh, sort of forced into it by the per- person they came with. But but we definitely took a lot of pictures and we had a, a lot of great audiences. There were a lot of fun, full shows filled with, with you, the listeners. And we didn't know that any of you would even be there. So we're, we feel very grateful, I'd say, to have had anybody show up, much less so many of you all. Yeah, it was fantastic. Anyways, so I just want to get yeah. that out. No, you did the right thing. You thank these goofy bitches for for doing what they should have been doing the whole goddamn time. Which was giving us your money. What the fuck? Why why do you keep it? Why we need it. We need it. Give it to us. I'm obviously better at it than you are. Yeah, just give us your fucking money. You see these hats? (laughs) (laughs) Give us all your money, fucking dummies. Fucking come up off of it. You got kids? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your kids. We all got kids. Everybody got kids. That's not new. Trying to buy a new fucking remote control boat. (laughs) I'm trying to leave my family and I'm going to need some seed money. This is a down payment on his new life. Come on, invest. (laughs) Sharks. <laughs> Sharks. If I can, <laughs> if I can bend your ed- your wet ear for a second, we have a conspiracy. Yeah, if you leave your family, you gotta go far. Sorry, yeah, let's, let's do that. No, no, no. I, I, you're right. If I got, if I'm gonna leave my family, I do have to maximize on it. I can't. I can't fuck around and leave them just to like middle out. I really gotta yeah. like make sure that make sure that this money is is stretching the way it's supposed to. Big time, big time. Anyways, we got an email from a person named Kira. Kira sent us an email, and they said, "Hi, David and Langston. A coworker of mine at a bakery once suggested that the government secretly has the technology to control the weather and that they may have intentionally caused Hurricane Katrina to curb overpopulation. Whoa, especially among the black population. For context, she's black and I'm not. 
Uh-oh, Kira. I may have seemed like a safe audience for far-out ideas because of my interest in UFOs at the time. I find it easier to blame the inadequate relief effort on racism, hence George Bush doesn't care about Black people, a quote by someone who can, with continuing relevance to conspiracies. But what do you think? Is the government evil enough to accomplish this? And more importantly, are they competent enough to pull off such a feat of engineering and keep it a secret? Thanks, Kira. I have a couple notes. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Primarily the yeah. idea that she's like, yeah, I thought I guess she thought she I was safe to talk to because I like aliens. Listen, if there's a yeah, white person that, <laughs> that I think is safe to talk to, I'm not starting with the weirdo who likes aliens. That's like eight thoughts. No, <laughs> you're not the safe one. <laughs> you're not the safe one at all. <laughs> You make me maybe the most nervous. Yeah, Yeah, man. You could do anything. Yeah, no, I don't I don't trust you in one bit, Kira. If if we we are co-workers and I know you have an affinity for UFOs, then ma'am, you are taking this UFO thing a little too far. Yeah. You're noisy. You know what I mean? How did he come up at work? At the bakery. When? (laughs) When? <laughs> She's like, hey, you know this uh this morning button looks a lot like a UFO I saw. It's like, bitch, all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. See? Yeah, out of control. That's why I only told you my last name. No first. <laughs> Not with the alien lady. <laughs> uh, also, not for nothing. This is big, big snitching on Kira's part to be like, uh, <laughs> Be like, yeah, a black lady I talked to told me this, and she thought it was it was safe. And turns out it's not, because I'm gonna tell two niggas from across the country. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give all her secrets away about yeah, exactly. Katrina and the hurricanes and weather control. Yeah, I feel like you're proving why we can't trust alien white ladies. But onto the conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's let's talk about. The possibility. I will say I love it. I will you say do I love, love it. it. Yeah, man. Anything, anything that takes it away from Mother Nature and puts it into the government, I'm all for it. Whoa. You're you're like, hell yeah, I'm into this. No, no notes. I like it. Uh, I, I like as a conspiracy, like some I like, some I don't. Yeah, I like I like this. I like the a weather machine? Come on, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is fun. Right? It's like classic evil. It's like old Coke. You know what I mean? For yeah. for evil. Where it's like, oh, we truly are. It's no longer just like board meetings of them trying to like draw weird lines around like voting, you know, systems to make sure that people aren't able to get their voices heard and lose out on like funds and shit. This is truly like we are going to make the the wind kill you. That's fucking, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's passion for yeah. for racism. Also, if you think about it, like, imagine... A passion you, that I would say is lost. Yeah, no, it's racism is so... You know what it is? It's ra- racism is so corporate now. <laughs> I like the old school. It's so branded. It's, yeah. it's, it's sleek. It's like the Uber. You know what I mean? I miss the, I miss the wild, wild west mm-hmm. of, Racism, racism, and overalls. That's what yeah. I want to bring back. 
Come on, man. Come you, on. You, you, spend a, you spend a good game. <laughs> I'm telling you. I like a motherfucker that goes hot tui into a, a, a basin and then says something evil afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I want my, I want my racism moonshining and whatever that entails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this, it does feel classic. You were, you were saying something else about sort of the, your, your, at least want to believe in whatever this is. Oh, yeah. Just the idea that a weather machine is like, when I think about a weather machine, I think of like some kind of scientist who looks like Dr. Robotnik and like a machine with like a bunch of bells and whistles and pulleys. And he's in like a lab on top of a hill like Dr. Frankenstein. Like that's that's fun to me. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, now with the population control, I do... My only issue with, <laughs> with this idea is like it killed a lot of white people too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it killed a lot of white people and even if it was because it was I think more successful at killing black people than than white people, right? Like I think if we did, if we crunched, most stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> that that said, I don't know that uh, that it did anything to really put a dent in the population as a whole. Like, I think it just took out a bunch of local black people in New Orleans and, and obviously surrounding areas. But but it certainly wasn't like, oh, shit, we're we're down a, enough people that we finally can can uh, afford uh, water differently than we could before. You know what I mean? Like gasoline yeah. prices have dropped. It, it wasn't that kind of vibe. Exactly. It, it, yeah. And the scope of it wasn't like, it would, it seems like, it feels like it would be a lot of work for a little output. If that would, mm. you, know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of levers. I imagine you have to pull on the machine to be able to kill that many people via a, a fucking hurricane. Exactly. Also, what other times, when else are they employing it? Because if they got a weather machine, they wouldn't just have used it for Katrina, right? Like, you would have used it a bunch of other times. I'm glad you you asked that question because we've actually addressed this once before on the podcast. Uh, There is something called the HARP Project, H-A-A-R-P Project, which is a, it's rooted in Alaska, the U.S. military has has sort of like funded this. It's called the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. And essentially that program is dedicated towards some level of weather control or weather manipulation. That is a very real thing. However, the government argues that it is not as much a weather control machine as it is just sort of like an attempted system and sort of figuring out better ways of managing. It's essentially being able to communicate across like bigger, like landscapes and across uh, different sort of regions without sort of having obstructions and all the other things that would keep our communications fucked up. So it's more of a harnessing than like a full control type of situation. The point is they're not trying to be like tornado over here, Bob. Yeah, no, I don't think so. The project is nothing more sinister than radio science and research facility. Yeah, the the argument 
was that it was about radio communication. And then a bunch of people saw that this was happening in Alaska, in this really isolated place where they also weren't getting a lot of information of what is actually happening with the HARP program. And then they decided that this was uh, a secret tool for weather control. Yeah, I don't know, man. I. It's also like, here's my other issue with this is like, it, it's, you know, to break it down in reality, if we could control the weather, we have a much more impending weather issue we kind of got to deal with other than killing black people, right? Mm. Like, if there's any type of weather control... Say more. Global warming. Maybe we got to fit... Like, that's... Right? If we could control weather, maybe that was... And we don't seem to have that fixed. So it makes me... It's hard for me to believe that, like, we got this planetary weather issue, but we're just, like, well, making storms. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, I actually think that there's a fair amount of or there's a fair argument to be made that global warming could be intentional, right? That like they are fully aware that global warming is a a real has a real effect on our day to day and eventually like everyone's lives, but that is how you can create a natural system of sort of like tears in society right that like poor Ooh, people will stay poor as long as the the fucking you know the globe decides it as opposed to like if it's just capitalism eventually people might revolt against that and be able to to fight the system in front of them this shit just says like nah god picked this for you you know haiti fucking all these these places where it's just always fucked up. I like that. Keep talking. You're talking that shit. <laughs> I'm in. I'm back in. Fuck me. That was great. Yeah, it's dark, yeah. man. But it's very. I never even put it to thought like that. Fuck in shit. I hate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it makes so me then... sad. But. It... <laughs> It doesn't feel it doesn't feel as crazy as I wish it felt. Do you know what I mean? That like I don't think if I'm being real, I don't necessarily know that I believe that they're doing this through some like fantastical weather machine. But I do think they recognize that like the globe is getting hotter. The planet is getting hotter and is reaching dangerous levels of heat. But I do think that the rich people who are sort of in charge recognize that the rising temperatures do not necessarily have a direct effect on their lives, but do have a direct effect on the people they want to keep impoverished and or struggling to survive and there's no reason for me to back up off of like my drilling and fucking you know uh fracking or whatever the fuck it is if the poor people stay poor and i stay rich while i'm still here right and i can always afford air conditioning or whatever uh, what or whatever it's need when if it comes to the point where we have the rich people have to live in a bubble if you got all the money you can live in the bubble Right. Like, it'll always be. That's what that's what wealth does for you. Right. And they're saying, I think, you know, if they're they're being pretty upfront about the shit, they're like, look, we're not planning for all y'all to be in the bubble. We're we're yeah, saying that, that bubbles are possible and and you were never a part of it. So what the fuck difference does it make if the globe gets hotter? We'll be fine. Hey. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, do you think the bubble is going to have a black neighborhood? I do. You know, I kind of really do, too. <laughs> and that's like, fuck. I think that, like, I don't think that they're going to be able to erase this completely. Like, I think that we'll have our own little, like, it'll be vibrant, uh, brightly colored, a lot of ethnic food, yeah. restaurants and things like that. <laughs> I also don't think that and this is this is what makes it so sad for me is like I don't think that they're they're planning for the bubble and thriving towards utopia at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like they're no. planning for the bubble and they're just going to make the bubble have the exact same problems that that outside the bubble had. They're just going to do it in like a smaller little like you know fucking square footage of of bubble stuff. Oh, yeah. For, well, and to speak to what you said, 
because like utopia doesn't have rich rich people and poor people right that's not that's they they need the system as is so it's like there's got to be poor people in the bubble gotta keep a poor person in the bubble and who's who's better to make poor than niggas south americans Cause they gonna sing, <laughs> they gonna be singing and dancing, playing soccer and shit. It's gonna be yeah, you gotta, very entertaining. You make very them poor. entertaining. White pores are fucking dull and sad. You know what I mean? You don't yeah, want to see that in your bubble. Yeah, you you know all that hillbilly poetry everybody loves so much. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> best best possible scenario. You make a Taylor Swift, but she didn't really grow up poor. She ain't from that country shit. She was just pretending no. so she could get on. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. They're the worst at being poor. We're probably the best at it. I think Asians mm-hmm. are pretty good at it. Asians are pretty good at it, but Asians, I think, also benefit from at least certainly like big, big portions of, of Asia not being aware of how other people are handling their poor. You know what I mean? Like, I think black people are the best because we see how everybody does their poor and we still thrive as poor. Asians, like, cut off all communication. And so, like, you got to see somebody else do it to know if you're really playing at the top of your game. That's facts. In North Korea, it's just you don't know what's going on. You don't even know how we poor over here. You know what I mean? You never even seen us break dance. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I think that's reasonable. I think that's a good. That's, that's so. Good. So I guess Kira, to, if we can circle back to to the question you are asking, do we think that it's possible that the government is evil enough to accomplish weather control? It sounds like we're both saying no. We don't think that the government is is creating a machine for weather control, and we don't think that Katrina is a product of that. But we do think that the government is very much intentionally keeping the global temperatures moving in a negative direction for poor populations, for people who who need the weather to be fixed the most, because that's how we keep the profits profitable. I thought this one wasn't going to bum me out, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people wasn't wrong. It just wasn't it wasn't because he like pulled a lever and was like, yeah, we're going to fucking make those levees pop. You know what would have been funny? I think about that clip was if Mike Myers had said it. (laughs) Mm. But he does it in the Shrek voice. (laughs) (laughs) That would have altered the whole course of history. He's just a little Scottish. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> and then they still cut to Chris Tucker afterwards for some reason. <laughs> oh, Why man. did they cut to Chris Tucker? Because they were like, this guy, he'll be safe. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, yeah. that, it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, and that was at a time period. You forget the early aughts. We still really, really trusted Chris Tucker a lot. We did really trust Chris Tucker. This was back when Chris Tucker was making twenty million a movie to uh, yeah. to tell Chinese people they needed to speak English. Man, <laughs> what a good bit, though. 
What a good bit. That whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that. Him just being like, nobody knows what you're saying. <laughs> he had a beautiful run, man. Of just being like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, there's literally nothing. The whole movie, it's him saying stuff and him being like, shut up, you mushmouth idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Chris. I don't think this is going to age well, man, but fuck is it funny right now. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's still funny today, though. It's like, uh, it's still it funny is. to me. I just hate that Rush Hour, I hate that he ditched Chris Tucker and then went and did it with a white man for three more movies with Owen Wilson. I don't like uh, that. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I, You know what? I never fucked with those movies, and you're articulating it in a way that I don't think I've ever uh, been able to. That's what it felt like to me. It yeah. felt like he was like, all right, well, we already, I did it once with Chris Tucker, so now I'm going to do it with a more popular, safer version of the of this thing. And it's like, no, nah, man, stay loyal. I'm saying. Black people and Asian people, we had a beautiful thing going during the, that that little run. Did we? I felt like I don't know if Asian people love Rush Hour. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do. Yeah, they shouldn't. It's it's terribly bigoted towards them. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think they got the None short end of that stick. <laughs> I, but but listen, Jackie whooped ass, and Chris just got punched in the face most of the movies. So I don't I don't know. I I think maybe there's a trade off to be had. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Either way, they were best friends as far as I was concerned. Oh, and, yeah. I and he went and made other. movies with Owen Wilson, who, he, who with whom he had zero chemistry. No, it didn't even seem like they knew each other. That was the thing. They, yeah. had, they had great <laughs> chemistry. They had great chemistry. Come on, man. He said, nigga, remember? <laughs> <laughs> and we loved it. America loved it. <laughs> he said, What's up, my nigga? Yeah, we were eating that up with chopsticks. Yeah, it was fucking. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was fucking the best. <laughs> we let that that evil Republican motherfucker Jackie Chan say nigga, and we were like, fuck yeah. Right in our faces. Fuck yeah. Right in our faces. You know, he's like uh he's like infamous in, in China for being like a, a crazy conservative. Yeah, he loves the government. He loves the Chinese government. Yeah, he's like passionate about it to the point that even the Chinese people are like, "Bro, he ain't he ain't our guy like that." Because yeah, too much. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So he would be the he would be the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he really uh he he's he's not not the Rock. You know what I mean? Like it's the same same story of a guy who sort of like came up from nothing picked himself up by his his metaphorical karate bootstraps and then like was like well everybody should do that and if you're starving that's on you big dog everybody should be incredible at karate why aren't we all incredible at karate <laughs> everyone should be arguably the greatest martial artist to ever walk the planet yeah why yeah. why isn't everybody doing that also somewhat of an acrobat slash stuntman. And and with pretty good comedic timing. Not not perfect. Uh you gotta pair him with the right person, but but solid. 
Oh, he could deliver a joke. He knew what was going on. He got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he he knew how to play (laughs) into it. He knew how to play into it. And to do that in a second language that he refuses to learn completely is pretty impressive. Dog, you think I could do that? You pair me up with Chow Yun-Fat? This doesn't work anymore. Hell no. I wish I had another... (laughs) I wish I had another... (laughs) <laughs> I wish I had a different Chinese guy. I don't, I don't have I don't have as many as I should. I'm sorry. That's okay. I I thought you the fact that you pulled Chow Yun Fat out of your hat was pretty impressive. It's all right. It's all right. Here's what I want. Yeah, no, I'm, you, you wowed me. <laughs> I want to see you with a dark skinned Asian guy. That's the movie. Whoa! I'm listening. Yeah, okay. And you're like you're so like an talking. amateur. Yeah, you're like an amateur boxer, you know, coming up like you just did like the Goodwill Games type shit, and he's like a loudmouth cop yeah. who like drinks too much. He's like from Indonesia, and, and yeah, and he's dark. He's <laughs> but hilarious. He's that, he's that dark Asian they don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we did it. I think you're. <laughs> I think we did something. This is why I shouldn't drink coffee in the afternoon. We, Kira, hopefully have answered your question. We think that certainly the government is doing nefarious things with the weather. They just don't need a machine to fuck us up as effectively as uh, just ignoring all the science does. So, yeah, if you you have your own conspiracy, no, tell them where you're going to be. Tell them about your shit. Oh, yeah. Come out. Bringdavidaplate.com. All, all my dates are on there. I'm all over the place, the Midwest, the South, a little bit of the Northeast, everywhere except for the West Coast. Come see me. Uh, very exciting. I won't say any slurs, I swear to God, except for the ones we all like. Hell yeah. <laughs> and if you want to see me, uh, I'll be at the, the uh, first follow me at Langston Kerman. And next Thursday, September 7th, I'll be performing in Los Angeles at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. Uh, I would love for you all to show up for that. It's a small little black box. So, you know, if everybody buys a ticket right now, we can solve this problem. And I ain't got to do no more promotion. Um, And then uh, the 8th and 9th, I'll be uh, at the mic drop in Arizona. And then we have a uh, My Mama Told Me live show that's coming up September 21st or 22nd. We haven't quite nailed it down, but it's going to be in Denver Uh, as a part of the High Plains Festival, and we're really excited for it. So please come out if you live in Denver or the surrounding Denver mountain region area. We would love to see you for the My Mama Told Me live show. Yeah, that's it. Fuck yeah. And if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, if you want to accuse the Jews of manipulating the weather, (laughs) send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's, That's everything. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 